What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down 127.2, and we are continuing our playthrough of Dead Space, Nightmare Before Christmas, and apparently the Nightmare After Christmas, because we are recording this on December 28th. Today I have with me Matt. Ooh. And yeah. I we did five, six, seven, part of seven. Two and a half chapters. That's two and okay. Half chapters. Yeah. It chapters aren't short, I don't think. In in my mind from the first game, I was like, Oh, every chapter is basically pegged at about an hour. Mm-hmm. Some of these chapters do feel extensive because they're so sequential, I think. Yeah. Some Sometimes I'll be in a chapter, I'll be like, man, I've just done four different things. Like, went to A, then I went to B, then I went to C, and I'm like, all right, I must be done. And all of that is just, to, like, the first point that you need to do within the chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, the thing is, chapter six is especially long. I think chapter six probably took me about two hours. Six was long. Yeah. The hydroponics. Because it just kept going. So we left off in like chapter five. Long too. <laughs> I, I haven't, I, I'm about, I would say less than halfway through chapter seven. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, chapter five, uh, we're, we're asked to go back to medical. Um, and the reason why is because um, we're trying to find this liquid nitrogen. And that's where it's at. Because of the hydroponics, which goes into chapter six. Chapter five leads into six pretty quickly, I feel like. Five is also about searching out Nicole, right? Because there's a broadcast and this is where, you know, this is, I, w- I would call this like the drive for the chapters personal for Isaac trying to find Nicole and say, all right, is she here? Is she around? Yeah. And, and Isaac's starting to see some visions actually we we were talking a little bit before about the the holograms in the game i thought at first maybe those were visions but it's interesting in the game that they're actually they actually show you the little projector and you can see kind of the the projection going through the dust particles in the room so you can actually tell that it's pre-recorded so i'm a little confused he's definitely having visions yes but the the holograms definitely aren't that at all right those are purely recordings yes those are just recordings um and i and think with, i think what the game is trying to do is play that off as is this a recording or a vision because when they show you the projector doesn't that make it clear i, I guess i'm a little surprised that there are these particular recordings how did anyone on the Leviathan decide what was recorded? On the Leviathan? On the Ishimura. Oh, Ishimura, yeah. Um, How did anyone decide what was recorded? There's, you know, there's these particular things that we see, or is it just like the audio and text logs where it's just, uh, you know, you happen to find the ones that are relevant to the story, and theoretically there may be more, but we just aren't seeing them because they're not important. Well, some of some of the recordings feel like something like they were like you know like autopsy reports or like that things one that would be was, like documented, yeah, yeah, or like a warning, like what we get when we get to hydroponics, like that lady, 
who sends out that warning of like, Hey, turn back. Don't come back this way. You know, kind yep. of thing. Yep. Um, but there, it, there's that one vision that it, it, I feel like it kind of starts off as, as a recording, but then starts talking to Isaac in particular. So, so it could be like, Oh, you think this is a recording, but it's actually a vision because it's, it's, it's his wife. Is his wife or girlfriend? I guess wife, right? I think wife, yeah. Okay. Um, and she starts talking to Isaac, and that's when you realize, oh, she's, she's, this is, this is some kind of vision that's going on. Obviously, something that is an influence of the marker. Um, Which is always kind of a cool way to, uh, highlight someone's, mental degradation right when you've got things that are happening and then they slowly start to morph into like nightmare versions Mm -hmm. well that like isn't the vision when 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 we see the vision it turns out to be that crazy doctor that locks us up yep and he freezes us so he uses stasis on us and he's walking around and so you can tell he's kind of like a religious fanatic who um, is all about the marker and and uh, studying these necromorphs for the greater good of humanity. I don't know. He's crazy. He releases this this necromorph that is like the regenerator, which we've we've seen in previous um, Dead Space games. I think the regenerator was in Dead Space Two as well. It's kind of like your your Mister X that's constantly chasing after you and you can't really kill it just keeps coming back yeah, not as not quite as scary as Mr. X I would say yeah um, because I feel like we've already encountered enemies that are like more aggressive yeah more this aggressive is basically I mean this, this this monster is is basically a standard necromorph but you just can't kill it. You can shoot off its limbs, you can make it just, you know, just a torso, but then it just starts regenerating after probably 20 seconds and then just gets back up chasing after you again. But you can also like stasis it and stuff like that. So it's not as dangerous as a as a uh, what, what would you call Mr. X? A um, almost like a full-on boss character. It, yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a continuous boss. Yeah, that is just always there kind of thing. Power. I, I I don't remember what happens when you interact with Mr. X to see he doesn't one one hit kill you, but no, he does a lot of damage though. And you can, Mr. X is one of those characters, like you can shoot him a bunch of times and stun him for about 10 seconds, but why waste the ammo? Because it's a lot of ammo, especially in those games, because you're limited. Death Space, I feel like, you know, I've got plenty of ammo to take care of everything. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm still still doing the, the plasma cutter run. Haven't used anything else. I'm I'm feeling more and more that I should have done that because while I would say in this game I always have enough ammo, more or less, 
the last chapter or so, I think, have been a lot harder. And part of, you know, maybe a small percentage of why I think it's harder is playing with the keyboard. But a thing that has clearly inhibited me is trying to, you know, running out of ammo with one weapon and then trying to switch to another weapon while in the midst of enemies. Right. Because I'm using my scroll wheel to go up and down and, you know, sometimes I'm picking the wrong the wrong weapon or I, I pick the one that still needs to be reloaded. And I, I've had a good few deaths because I've just been playing around with menus while getting attacked at the same time. Yeah. And streamlining that to just the plasma cutter, I think, would have made that a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. Windows plus U, or select the accessibility icon right. in the bottom corner. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> That's computers rebooting in the background. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. You're good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't ran out of ammo. I don't think I will. I don't think I've ever totally run out, but like I said, I've had a lot of issues with certain weapons running out. I feel like you're having a more frantic time, not only because you're playing on mouse and keyboard, but because of the ammo scarcity. You know, you have to you have to go through different, you know, weapons. I feel like I'm making this game easier for me inadvertently. It's kind of funny that they give you a uh, they give you an achievement for that because my my first thought there was, oh, it must be harder to only use the one weapon. But no. I, I wonder now, maybe it's simpler. I, I, as as much as I've upgraded the the plasma cutter, three shots, they're done. Take out one That's of the legs. Awesome. Take out one of the like I can take out a leg in two shots, and then maybe pop them in the head, cut off the head, or pop them in one of the arms and knock the arm off. And then on top of that, I'm doing damage over time with the the fire shots. So, yeah. And and the fun thing about that is, and it's, it's just like a nice little quality of life thing, because they're on fire technically, I don't have to stomp on their bodies to get their little item. Because oh, the really? fire's, yeah, the fire's doing the damage, so the, the item auto, automatically comes out. That's kind of so, cool. Yeah, no, I take it. And I'm not, I'm still not limited you know, I can still use the uh, the the grapple um, to or kinesis is what it is, and I can still use kinesis to like throw like a, an explosive barrel or something, or or grab a body part and stab somebody with it. So it's it, it, I'm I'm not limited, and I don't, and I think that's still allowed for the plasma cutter, as long as you don't use a different weapon. Yeah, that would make sense. Playthrough, yeah. So I'm 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 not having a hard time with this game so far. I hear that there's a there is a room coming up soon that may be challenging. We'll see. I think that's the room I just went through, and I think that's where Chapter Seven for me so far has been far and away harder than anything that's come beforehand. And a lot of it was due to one room. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's the same one. Probably is. So yeah. 
going to chase down this doctor. He's locked down medical, and we're kind of like being funneled into a certain area. Um, there's the, the cryo-freeze area where we get the liquid nitrogen that we need. And um, he's there, and he releases a whole bunch of necromorphs on us. Um, we kill them all, and he runs away. Now, does this happen in the original Dead Space? I don't remember this happening. I don't. I don't remember. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is all new. I don't know. But um, it all feels very in keeping. So I'm like, either, either it happened or it's just. You know, it, it it just kind of fits with the game well enough that it doesn't feel out of place. So I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know if it happened. Yeah, I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to definitely look that up. I don't remember what this doctor's name is. But he runs away. Well, now that we've got the liquid nitrogen, we can go over to hydroponics. And the reason why we're going to hydroponics is because currently the air in the ship is becoming toxic and it's coming from hydroponics so um i don't why do we need liquid nitrogen for hydroponics i don't know uh, that's a good question as soon as we get there we have to load it up and now we can go places i don't know there's a um there's a survivor here um, who has basically locked herself up in hydroponics. Um, and she tells us that um, her crew that was running the place um, is is all turned into... They've become infected with this whatever it is. And they are emitting this toxic gas. And... Um, we need to um, inject them and basically take them out. Weezers. Weezers, that's what it is, Weezers. Yeah. Um, I was thinking they were going to attack me because they kind of shudder a little bit. Yeah, but no. I think they're just wheezing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and this place is kind of like taken over by like this growth, this like, you know, bio growth. And, you know, it, it slows you down as you walk through it, that kind of thing. Again, it makes me is... wonder just a little bit how these things come to be. Is yeah. it just kind of like aggregating all the biomass, all the people and, I guess, plants and everything else into its into its mass? I, I don't quite get the the origin of some of these forms. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. But um, yeah, there's a lot of this, and what gives it? You know, maybe maybe a, a related but separate question is what gives the non-humanoid ones their sentience, right? Like that when it's just that giant tentacle that like grabs you and you have to shoot it as it's pulling you through the hallway. Mm-hmm. What's actually making those decisions there? Right, the know. the humanoid ones. I mean, you can. You can at least fudge it to say, well, there was a brain there, and, 
you know, you, you can always hand wave around something like cordyceps changing your, you know, the, the the mind. So if you can reanimate it and you can contaminate it, sure, any any old human brain could now become a monster. But but what about the ones that aren't based on humans? Maybe it's all a hive mind being controlled by the marker. I don't ever remember that being the case, though. I thought it was just like uh, polluting people's minds. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. I um. That's just that's just my that no, it's not my theory. It's just a theory that could be a potential. I don't know. I think a lot Weird. of the bio the biomass stuff that we're talking about with hydroponics isn't that all part of Leviathan? Yeah, I think so. So, like, there's a a giant biomass necromorph thing that has basically attached to the ship. They call it the Leviathan, and it's what's taking over hydroponics. I I guess maybe that's it. Maybe it's just all of this is related to that one entity, and that's... That's where everything originates. But, um, so we have to go take out these Weezers. Just walk up to them and stab them with a needle. There's no, there's no, you know, no real danger there other than when you walk into the room where they're at, they're emitting this poison gas where you, you know, almost like you're outside in space, you have like an oxygen timer. Is that what we needed the liquid nitrogen for was to create the enzyme that we then go to stab into these squeezers? Now that you say that, that sounds familiar. There was that one workbench where we created the enzyme. Yeah. Yep, that sounds familiar now. That sounds about right. So, I was thinking maybe three. No, there's eight. Until the fourth or... one, I'm like, all right, we must be done. Yeah. There's at least no. seven, yeah, seven or eight, I want to say. Yeah. Now, did you find the rig here of one of the dead captains or dead, you know, dead supervisors? Uh, who Whose was it? I can't I remember I... whose. I can't remember whose it was, but I'll tell you how you got it. I stumbled onto it. So you know that there's those growths, those tentacles that you can shoot at a certain place and they kind of go Correct. away. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was one room in hydroponics where there were a bunch of them. And if you shot them all, it would remove, it would, it would reveal a part of like the catwalk. And there was one of the rigs there. Yeah. I think That's, I did that. Yeah, I picked it up and I was like, what is this for? And I looked in my inventory. There's nothing in my inventory. So there is a, and maybe this is new. I don't know if it's from the original Dead Space or not. I looked it up. There is six or seven supervisor rigs that you can pick up. If you collect them all, you get basically the master key. You get the key that allows you to open up all chests, all doors, no matter the security clearance. I think, if I'm not mistaken, doing that will allow you to unlock the schematic for the best rig in the game. Oh, interesting. 
I want to say I probably have three or so at this point. I only so have I two. Then th- there must be a fair bit more. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I'm guessing that the rig then is mostly for New Game Plus if you get that best rig in the game. Because by the time we get it, it's going to be so late in the game that I imagine it doesn't have much impact. From what I understand, the best rig in the game also costs 99,000 credits. <laughs> so maybe second New Game Plus. Maybe. But, uh, yeah. Um, after defeating all of the Weezers, um, we have to go take on the Leviathan. Because what the plan was, was defeating all the Weezers, we could then maybe eject out the, um, the, the airlock, the Leviathan. Well, this Leviathan has grown so big that we can't eject it. So... We have to go into this big area, the airlock, and it is basically this giant wall, living wall, and we have our boss fight. I would say this is the first boss fight in the game, seems like. You don't count the the hunters? Mm-hmm. I mean, the first time we fought one, I felt like it was a boss fight, Kinda, but it yeah. definitely... You know, because it felt like it was an arena, and you've got one guy to fight. But, you know, the reality is they're not that hard. This definitely feels more like a boss fight, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And so there's got, like, three tentacles that'll shoot out at you. you got to cut those tentacles off. Um, then it starts spitting these, like, I don't know, things at you that explode. Magma balls? I don't know what, yeah. what they are. You can actually um, kinesis them and throw them back. I'll be honest with you. During this fight, I I didn't die during the fight, but during this fight, I was like, I don't know if I'm doing damage to this thing. That's funny because that was the exact thing I was going to say. I'm like, I don't think I died in this fight, but literally word for word, I was going to be like, I'm not sure. I felt like I was hitting it and the arms were retracting, but I kind of thought they would like fall off if I had defeated them but so I, I felt back. like arms were coming out arms were retracting or they were regrowing I'm like I don't know what's happening yeah I couldn't I couldn't tell if I was doing damage or not I was like well am I supposed to throw them throw the balls back at the guy or what um I did that a few times and I just started shooting it and I think me shooting it with the plasma cutter was like the final blow and it it ejected out of the airlock and I was like okay all right Works for me. <laughs> I, I felt like I got it from stage one. Like the first stage is only the tentacles. So once it started shooting the the magma balls out at me, I'm like, all right, I, I've reached stage two. But from there, I just had no idea what was happening. Mm-hmm. Same for me. Exactly. Same for me. So after defeating the Leviathan. Uh, the doctor lady who was working at hydroponics, I don't know, I can't remember what her name was, she told us that, hey, some of the crew was working on an SOS beacon down in mining. Maybe if we get that up, some we, can, we can get some help out here. So, 
we're going to head over to mining. Now, good thing hydroponics connects to, to mining, and we actually found a shortcut. So we don't even have to ride the tram. We could just walk down this hallway, and hey, we're right there at mining. And so we're looking for what they have done with this SOS beacon. And um, going down this area, um, they pretty much, the, the miners have set up basically traps. Um, there's like these like laser beam traps and stuff like that. And uh, we're trying to block them. And um, I think there's there's more traps. I know, I know Isaac basically says like, yeah, the, these guys are engineers. They know what they're doing. They're, they're setting up traps, basically, as like a last line of defense, and I'm trying to get through them. And then um, when we make it to where the mining crew was probably working on the beacon, um, we get a little access denied saying we can't get in there because, well, we need clearance. Well, who who was the supervisor over mining? Well, it was Dallas. So Supervisor Dallas, and we got to find his rig so that we can get access. And that's kind of where I left off. <laughs> I got to go find the, uh, got to go find Dallas's rig, which is also one of the supervisors that we need for the, the master clearance. So just pick that one up before I, before I stopped in chapter seven. So I know, so I, I did a little bit of research on this whole thing. Cause I, I I like this game. I kind of want to get everything in it, maybe. Try to, at least. Um, I know where there is another supervisor rig. So, if you remember, when we had to calibrate the guns outside, if you continue past the guns, there's a rig out there for one of the supervisors. That you got that It was one. out there just randomly. I didn't, you know... <laughs> That first run through of trying to activate the guns when I, I just went through and and activated them all without calibrating them all, I ended up at the end. I'm like, all right, I've, I've done all three. What do I need to do now? And I was just kind of floating around at the end, trying not to die from all the little lurkers that were were shooting me. But I, I just I happened to see that. I'm like, oh, maybe this is where I need to go. I picked up the rig, but there wasn't really anything else to do with it at, at that point. So. I found it out there. I don't know if there's any other ones I missed. I didn't get that one, though. Yeah, I didn't get that one, so I'm going to have to go back. So, but yeah. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I, I will say this. So there is an update. I have lied on the past two shows. Now it comes out. Yeah, now it comes out. So... I said on the previous two shows that I'm afraid to put nodes into my rig because I think that they get overwritten. That's not true. Basically, when you get a new level of rig, it basically is like whenever you get an upgrade for your weapon, it adds a new tree to expand on. Yeah. I, I checked on that. It's true. Because I saw that there were still two nodes in my rig that I put in from the level one rig. So, 
I, I feel better at putting more hit points into my rig now because I have like seven nodes that I'm just waiting for the, the third upgrade to the plasma cutter. Oh yeah, so you can just try and max it out as quickly as possible. I'm going to max it out as soon as I get that schematic. <laughs> so, because I, I, that's, that's all I am. I am glass cannon. I am, I can take about three hits and I'm dead, but you are going to get shot the hell up. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking you down with me. Exactly. So, yeah, that's, that's it. I don't, I don't have an email. Um, I know um, Dustin said that he wasn't going to be able to send an email this week. So. One part, um, didn't really touch on it. In Chapter 5, you know, when you're kind of interacting with Mercer and you fight the the regenerator for like the second time where you're Mm -hmm. in that room and you need to go out and freeze him. Yeah. So I, I was initially thinking, like, is that where we needed the Luke Nitrogen? But that was just, uh, I guess it was a room that they would they would use for preserving samples because they automatically go to storage once they're frozen. Yeah. Um, yeah which was kind of cool that you don't actually beat him. You just freeze him, and then he gets locked away. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is like the canister in Jurassic Park, where <laughs> if this ship is ever found, there's just going to be a frozen hunter sitting there cryogenically frozen ready to be discovered and dissected and and rejuvenated I mean yeah that's probably what's going to end up happening I mean I'm sure it never comes up again it's just the fact that it was that's just how you get rid of it that's how you fight that little I wouldn't call even call it a boss I would just call it a a little fight encounter fight I don't know yeah a reoccurring fight with the I same. I feel like enemy. I, I wasn't great at the timing at at that one because I feel like he would come in. I would I would stand in the center until he would come within the doorway. Then I would stasis him, shoot off his legs, and then try to run up to the console to shut the doors and activate the liquid nitrogen. But probably three times in a row, he somehow got out before I could activate it. Yeah, it wasn't hard. I don't think he really hit me because I was heavy with the stasis, but wasn't wasn't quite great with the timing on that step. Yeah. I only had to do it once, but I, I mm, I he was a torso when I did it. So <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have taken him down another peg. Yeah, you've you've got a good probably ten seconds before he gets back up from torso. Just you know, chop off the legs. Tap off the the arms, yeah. He's just gonna f- flail around there for a little while. I think also I should have waited till he was more in the center because I think I was like stasising him once he was inside, but then when I ran past him, I think he just turned around and so he was already close to the exit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That kind of sometimes that timing with those it's it's timing with an with an NPC. It, it never works in games. It seems like. But I'm trying to imagine if there's anything else. Like I can't talk about the weapons. I picked up a bunch of weapons, but I don't have, I don't use them, so <laughs> I have nothing to talk about there. Unfortunately, 
Yeah, other than hydroponics being a little bit convoluted, you know, you're, you're taking the elevator up and down, and there's catwalks, and there's there's a couple of points where you can like take off and zoom around the space. Yeah, zo- uh, the, the zero gravity areas. Yeah, within that, so a couple points where it wasn't too hard to figure out where to go, but you know, maybe slightly disorienting, and then. Chapter seven for me is is where the difficulty kind of ramped up a bit, but we'll get to that next week. Yeah, yeah. Excited for that one. Maybe I'll get a challenge. I say that, but I've died a bunch of times in this game. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, it's never been from an enemy. Most of the time, it's from environmental stuff. Yeah, I didn't die, but I took some heavy damage from an elevator door. In this in this last play session, <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I backed away from it, and so it started to shut. And then I moved forward, and it like clipped me. I'm like, you know, uh, Isaac's not real mobile here. If he saw it closing, he should have just stepped back two inches. Yeah. Like, how how does that auto hurt you? Like, what what scenario are you just gonna walk in and let uh let the door close on you? It's not like those know. fast ones where you, you, you're hard pressed to get through uh, unless you've got stasis. This was just a regular, very, very slow moving elevator door. <laughs> Imagine dying there. Imagine dying there on the hardcore mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Or imagine that's know. your that's your legacy. You know, you're you're here to free all these people and then I'll stop by an elevator. I don't know if I'll ever do that hardcore mode, but I kinda want to. Yeah, just to see how far I can make it. To be honest yeah, with you, I think crazy. I, I think the the challenge would be more than likely I would do it with a walkthrough. But if I didn't use a walkthrough, the challenge would be okay. Where do I use my only save? Where do I use it? Where do I use it? Because apparently, it's... like according according to some of the people that have done that run. The, the run killer is the parts where you get grabbed by the tentacle and you have to shoot it before it pulls you. Really? Yeah. Because those are like insta-kills. Yeah. You or die, you got... Mm-hmm. get your. I, I assume that the timing is tighter also on hardcore. Yeah. So there is a way to game it, apparently. So if you are about to die... If you die, right, you you get that probably five seconds of seeing your dead body before it goes to your dead. If you pause the game and quit and come back, it starts at your last checkpoint. Oh, really? Yeah. So while you're, while you're watching your giblets get dis, you know dispersed, yeah, to pause it, it. Pause it exit the main menu come back and you're back because the checkpoints are still there but they just don't work because if you die then it's game over so that makes sense yeah are there stipulations for for that mode that it can't be new game plus yes it has to be a fresh game yeah yeah I was like, all right, well, maybe if I had already played this game three or four times and bulked up everything, I could give it a try, but... Mm-mm, no, it's got to be a fresh start. I guess the only thing that carries over there is memorization of where things are and, you know, hopefully f- 
familiarity with button layouts and stuff that give you some advantage over the first time you play it. Exactly. Pretty much. I don't know if like the enemy patterns change or like locations of enemies or multiple of enemies change on the hard mode because basically the 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 impossible mode is hard mode but you only get one save and you and if you die it's game over. Yeah, so you can basically practice the difficulty just by playing hard mode. Exactly. So, I mean, it's doable. It definitely is. It would be very difficult to do, but it, it is doable. So, so far, I'm, I'm I'm struggling to stay alive on on medium at the moment. Uh, me too. Me too. I couldn't tell you how many times I died at that that like the centrifuge that rotates around. I I died so many times there. I only died <laughs> once or twice. Oh my god. I probably died like eight times there. And I was just like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> I was getting frustrated. I was like, oh my god. Because you got to ride the elevator back down. You know, it's just like, ugh. So, I don't know. But that's it for us. Um, if you would like to send us an email, it is drew at ztgd.com. You can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. But yeah, a little short episode. That's okay. I'm going to work on this a little bit more. You know, it was holidays, stuff like that. We didn't really have time to play much. But um, we're going to be working on it some more. In the Until middle of next. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or smack dab in the middle of it. I think there's 12 chapters and all. I think. Uh, yeah, 12. Okay. But yeah, we'll get it knocked out. But until next time, I am Drew. Now I'm Matt. And we're out of here. You guys have a great week, and we'll be back next week with the continuation of Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs>